You know, one of the things I think is charming and interesting about a relationship and perhaps uh, heartening is that you keep learning about the other person and maybe you keep learning about yourself. At least I think that's the way it should be. And it certainly is true uh, more often than not with us. As a matter of fact, this weekend we learned that Rochelle is a hoarder. <laughs> But a specific kind of hoarder. She's a specific kind of a hoarder of empty boxes. Yeah. Now, this is something that all my aunts, all the old ladies used to do when I was growing up. Oh, really? They would save the uh, ice cream containers. There was a place that served uh, ice cream, and then you could do take-home, and they yeah. give you this little plastic bucket. Oh, like bucket. a nice, hard plastic And they containers. would save that, and some would put their meatballs in there, their sauce. Sure. They would do gravy for the turkey. Like, sure. they'd save that, and they put it in the freezer, and they'd use them for that. Other They got a little uh, take-home thing, you know, from the Chinese restaurant. They save that in case you need leftovers. Of course. Other people who, uh, my mother did all of these things, would save boxes. Boxes from Macy's and J.C. Right, Penney and all right. of that because she would re-gift in a well, not re-gift the gift, right, but, but use the, use the box that she gave as a gift yeah. another time. And if someone gave her a gift, she'd keep that box. You know, now you do a little bit of this. You keep little bags. If someone gives you a I bag do. with a bottle of wine in it, you save keep, it, reuse it. Right, it, and I, I've always kept shoe boxes. Right, and I, I do that too. I don't I like, know why I saved the shoe box. I know I like to put my shoes back in there. For a long time, I saved every cell phone box that I had. Like Apple will give you those nice hard ones. Now I just throw. But them hang away, on a second. But. I would save until we started moving all the time doing the show. Right, mm-hmm. I would save shoe boxes and not keep the shoes in them. Oh, I keep you the shoes it. in the floor. I would save the box. Like I'm going to bring it back five years later or something. Well, part, I bought these shoes. I figured you'd want them back. A part of the reason I would save the shoe box too is one I I like to wrap Christmas gifts in them because. They're nice boxes, but two, they're a pain in the butt to throw in the trash. Yeah. So, like, they were hard to break down, so I just throw them in the closet. But I am not one to hoard anything. I throw everything away. Sure, if I didn't I, move, I think you'd throw me away. I, <laughs> I do. I just, I don't like a lot of clutter around, and we do move a lot, and I don't want to have to pack it. Yeah. But I was cleaning out the bathroom over the weekend, and I had underneath our sink, after Christmas, it just seemed to get a mess with the kids were throwing their toys in there, and it was just crazy. Uh-huh. So I decided to take everything out and go through everything, and I realized that I had hundreds of boxes. Hundreds I, of boxes? Hundreds. Because I, I mean, saw you with the big trash bag. Hundreds? Ta- I, yes, because I had the like little makeup box. Every makeup box I think that I've ever used, I've kept the box, because a lot of the makeup stores, if you don't like it, you can return it or exchange it also, for something Also, you want to see the name of the things so you know what to buy again, Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. So I, always, I have every eyeshadow, every foundation, every blush, every single box, every hair color that I've ever used. I had at least 15 different hair color boxes down there, completely empty. Does the light bulb then go off and you go, I got to get rid of these? Well, that's what happened. I started pulling them out and most of them are crushed or destroyed or (laughs) some, I mean, just everywhere underneath the sink. And I had an entire industrial size bag, garbage bag full of garbage from underneath our sink. I, I was just I was mad at myself that I had so much crap under there. We got a pizza, takeout pizza, maybe two weeks ago, and we keep forgetting because it's a <laughs> big box. It was like the 16-inch pizza. Yeah. We keep for 16 slice, whatever it was, a big box, and we keep forgetting to break it down and put it in the trash. We take the trash out, so yeah. it's sitting empty on top of the uh, the air fryer. Yes. And I keep in my head coming into the kitchen going like, mm, let me scavenge you. But there's a, I keep going, oh, there's leftover pizza. It's empty. That's yeah. the box you need to get rid of. I know. And I'm just like, oh, I thought we had pizza, but we have no pizza. I'm no. sorry. Yeah, I know. Good morning, America. Welcome to a Back to Business Monday. It is January the 30th, 2023. Robbie and Rochelle on 1071, The Boss. Also, 99.7 FM, South Jersey, anywhere in the free Boss app. 1071theboss.com, your smart speaker. You know what to do. Gang is all here. Joseph P. Nolan had a busy weekend on Facebook. He was doing Facebook <laughs> Live. I feel like he's been working all weekend long. 
Oh, that was fun. I always, I you know, I, I haven't done that in a long time. We used to just sit out on the front porch and just put music on in the background and just talk. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, it, it was uh, I, I was having all kinds of problems with the stream, so I was <laughs> big time distracted. But it was, yeah, it was still fun. So I'll do that again soon. Probably this Saturday again. I don't know. We'll see. It's like you're sitting on the but. porch at the Cracker Barrel restaurant, just kind of chatting to the yeah. people on Facebook. Yeah. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> and you, did you uh, judge a hot dog eating contest or Pizza. something later in the day? Pizza. No. Well, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we get up there. So I'm pushing Marianne out there. Come on, let's go. We got to go. We got to go. We gotta go. <laughs> so we get in the car. We drive all the way up. And uh, we get to Red's, which is a, a very famous sports bar, right literally in the shadow of the old Continental Airlines Arena. Yeah. And we're sitting there, and uh, we get it. We get to the building, and I'm like, there's no one here. What the hell's going on? I mean, it's supposed to be 400 people at this thing. <laughs> Joe, can I and stop I'm, you right there really quick? Yes. It's it's this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> and let me tell can I tell you how I know this? How you know this? What? <laughs> so, I, <laughs> I, Robbie and I were on your Facebook Live. Yeah. And I said, "Hey, Joe is Joe's going out to host something tonight. We were we were going to go out. I said we should go stop and go see Joe and surprise him. And so I go back in your live stream and I'm stalking you to find out where you're going to be. And I'm googling the place and I'm like, there's no pizza contest tonight. It's next week. But yeah, he said so he was man. going. He said he's got to go. He's going to be late. It's right up the road. It'll be fine. It's yeah. next week though. Oh boy, yeah. It was so we didn't. Week, obviously, we didn't come because I was like, I don't. I wasn't no, thrilled no, about was being out anyway. Really. That was a smart thing to do. <laughs> I just but screwed that was, up. Uh, I don't know. I just screwed it up. I had wrote that on the wrong day. So I called the guy who was running it all pissed, you know, all angry at him. And I said, I said, you know, I'm up here. What's going on? And he says, next week. I went, oh. oh, that is marvelous. They at least give you some free pizza or something? Since no, you it was closed. The place was shut down. Oh, it, was, it wasn't even on. open. Oh, no, there's nothing going on. Oh, my so, gosh. That's so, so funny. Uh, yeah, so it was pretty funny. Well, what a day. <laughs> you got the wrong day for the pizza. I, I had a feeling so because I, I, that's why I felt bad stopping him. But I kept looking online and I'm like, I, I see the place, but no. it's the big championship thing is next weekend. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there was like some preliminaries that he was doing. I don't no, know. He just screwed it up is what happened. But either way, I'm glad we didn't. And the best part of that is that Marianne is busy and he's like, we got to go. Come on, get your get your makeup on. Well, and, and then they didn't have to go. As he was doing his Facebook Live, that's what he was. He's like, I got to hurry up because I got to be at this place and it's going to start. And yeah, I'm going to be a little late, but that's okay. It's right uh, up the road. And I'm like, I don't I, I should have I should have texted him. I really should have because I was like, I don't think it's I don't think he would have believed you. I think he would have gone anyway, like a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> that is just marvelous. Yeah. Well, to be honest with you, I didn't really want to go and be around people anyway. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. And then you dragged me to the mall and I was around people anyway. I so. did, yeah. All right, we'll do a rundown of what's coming up here. But I, I got to do an apology to uh, Tito Puente guy Brian Perricone <laughs> of Eatontown. Brian, uh, from time to time, not every single day, he does it every day he can because I believe he works for the uh, DPW Department of Public Works. Any mm -hmm. day he's in the truck, he's able to listen. He does a little recap of what we learned on the show today. Yes. And he sent it like a minute before 10 o'clock, so we'd already wrapped up on Friday. Mm -hmm. And he wrote me and said, I guess it wasn't funny. I was like, no, Brian, it's fine. I just missed it. So I promised him this morning, hopefully he is tuned in right now. I told him we'd be doing this, just doing a little recap. If you missed Friday's show, yeah. here's a recap from uh, Tito Pointy Guy Brian of what you missed on the Friday show, what we learned on the Friday show. Due yes. to the high price of eggs, it looks like it'll be a redneck Easter this year. Yes. Rudy the Root Bear 
is now wearing pants and Robbie is not. <laughs> Today you are, though. Today I'm wearing pants. <laughs> yes. yeah. Friday was not wearing pants. Robert Redford did not need an anti-fluffer when filming The Way We Were. No. If you're going to assault a Florida convenience store worker, you need to use a thick piece of sausage, babe. <laughs> and most importantly, you can't get this kind of tomfoolery on that point station. That's, that's right. So nice going, Brian. Tito Puente guy from Eatontown. Certainly appreciate that. What's happening today? Well, bulletin board right around the corner here. We'll do the Fast Five, the birthdays. We have a fresh he said. He said. On the way at 750, 72920. It's hashtag mom. Confessions. We call him Tito Puente guy because he calls in knowing that it's not the right answer. Right. Calls it and answers Tito Puente. We're doing another exciting edition of Dead Guy in the Envelope after 7 o'clock this morning. Another chance to uh, crack the boss code, win some cash. From the Boss Bank Vault, could be up to 500 bucks this morning. You know exactly what hour we're doing then if you have signed up at 1071theboss.com. Oh, yeah. William Shatner, Captain Kirk himself, checking in on the Celebrity Hotline. He's going to be over at the base. He's got another one up at Bergen Pack. We'll talk to the good Captain T.J. Hooker coming up later on this hour. William Shatner is here. William Shatner's here. Very exciting. Time now for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. What's going on around town? If you are a local business, an organization, a community group, a charity, you're looking to do some good, putting on a fun event, trying to give back, raise some funds to do what you do to accomplish your goals, mm -hmm. let us know about it. We do our best to share them all right here. You can text us 732-774-4444. You can get us on the Boss Facebook. Just send a little direct message or email us through 1071theboss.com. Click contact. You can also check out station events, community events right there. See where the Boss Roadies are going to be on tour, including Bar A. I want to mention we got two big events coming up. It's another live Sunday brunch with Springsteen on Sunday. Tom Cunningham coming up uh, less than a month now, February the 26th. And circle your calendar for St. Patrick's Day morning. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning will be out there at Bar A. Isn't that a Friday this year? It is a Friday, St. Oh, Patty's Day. Oh, boy. So it'll be sloppy. There's That's no doubt gonna about that. going to be fun. And Van Dusen will be out in the afternoon on St. Patrick's Day. And once again, he'll be at Kelly's in Neptune. So Yeah, that was fun last year. Luck of the Irish to you. <laughs> Start jerking that shillelagh. Uh, <laughs> House of Independence in Asbury Park Wizard Fest. There's a Wizard Fest going on. That's fun. It's happening on Sunday starting at 5. Grab your cloaks, brooms, and wands <laughs> and enjoy wizard-themed drinks, cosplay, wizard trivia, wizard games, and more. <laughs> sounds good. Uh, Houseofindependence.com like for all the info on that one, and it's all for a great cause. The Yard at College Avenue, Brunswick, is hosting a special pet therapy day. Aww. It goes on Friday morning at 11. All welcome to stop by the Yard Commons for some pet therapy playtime. And Jackson, the therapy dog, will be oh, there. Oh, I love that. TheYardRU.com for all the info. And the Fire and Ice Festival happening at the New, uh, New Egypt Flea Market Village in Cream Ridge. That's happening all this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Ice sculptures, fire pits, wine tastings, a handmade makers of fine goods and artisans, crafters, food trucks, live music, a lot more. All are welcome. Bring your four-legged friends as well. That's doggies and kitties. Yes. NewEgyptFleamarket.com <laughs> for all the details. Your cat doesn't want to go. Cat does not want to go. But if you want to drag him along on a leash or in the little cat carrier, yes. be my guest. And there you go. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Celebrity Hotline, what can I say? The man, the myth, the legend, William Shatner. Good morning, Mr. Shatner. How are you? I am so well. And what about yourself? I am fine. Thank you for asking. I have to tell you, I talk to a lot of people. It is a real thrill to talk to you. I'm such a fan. Thank you for making time for us. Well, thank you for saying that. Uh, you're 
my first interview this morning, and that makes my day. I'm ready to roll. He's going to be appearing for a special screening. I think it just celebrated its 40th anniversary, Star Trek, The Wrath of Khan on the big screen. Then he comes out, and he tells you all the behind-the-scenes stories about the, working with the stars of the movie, and he'll he'll take pictures with you if you sign up for the VIP deal. He's going to be in Red Bank at the uh, Basie Center for the Arts, February the 10th, also up at Bergen Pack, a little to the north, on February the 11th. Mr. Shatner, again, it's an honor to have you on. Well, thank you for talking to me. It's really a, uh interesting evening in the theater. I, I bring with me this wonderful film, one of the, one of the best uh, films that Star Trek made, in my opinion. <laughs> and then I, I come out after the, the after the movie and spend an hour to an hour and a half with everybody. We talk, we joke, we inform, and have a great time. I have to say, I think it's the best, for whatever my opinion's worth, of all the Star Trek uh, films. I mean, it's really a great movie, and Ricardo Maltaban is a fantastic villain to your Captain Kirk, so it's going to be just so much fun to see it on the big screen if you've never seen it on the big screen before. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you for saying that. Uh, I think the same I think the same thing. I mean, Ricardo Maltaban was this wonderful actor. I, I knew him vaguely for, for years, and then I met him on the set, and we became good friends, and and a wonderful gentleman who had been an athlete uh, in his younger days. He was a dancer. And I remember seeing him as a dancer on Broadway. Weirdly enough, I'm this young kid from from Montreal, and and I come down with my parents to see the theater, and I noticed this guy who was a wonderful singer and dancer in a musical. Years later, I meet the same guy on the set, and we become friends. Uh, a, a strange, a strange, a fateful thing because he was a wonderful man. I loved him. I follow you on Twitter, so I'll bet you are aware that there is a, a GIF of you yelling "con," and people use this on social media. Have you seen this GIF of yourself? Well, I, you know, in passing, I've noticed that I, I, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do I do? I'm trying. You know, I mean, I, here I am trying to, <laughs> trying to be moved. I'm coming to get you, con. And they're joking around with it years later. I just, I suppose it's, I suppose I go with it, right? I, I laugh with it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's all you, all you can do, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, right, yeah. Let me ask you uh, about a program that is just great. It stands the test of time. Denny Crane, Boston Legal. Can you give me a memory of appearing on that show, Mr. Satner? Well, I did almost five years uh, with uh, Boston Legal. It was so well written. Uh, David E. Kelly, I never... And I, I never, I've never asked, now that I've said that name, I've never asked why we have to say E. <laughs> such a common name that he's not David Kelly in Oshkosh. He's the David E. Kelly from Hollywood. He was a lawyer in Boston. Imagine this. So this guy is a lawyer in Boston, wants to write, yeah. comes to Los Angeles and becomes this genius writer who gets an Emmy for comedy and for drama the same year of scripts that not only did he produce, but that he had written. I mean, it's there's a genius lying there in wait, and he knew what his calling was, and he gave up. I, I guess he had to be a lucrative practice because he was so bright. Comes to Hollywood uh, to seek his fortune, a lawyer, and, and doesn't practice law, but practices something. And, you know, I don't know whether he was writing in the university, or, but he must have been. Studying to be a lawyer has got to be a full-time job, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. So, 
for sure. I mean, that's, you spend your time studying to be a lawyer, not writing a script for an hour <laughs> or so. So he comes to Hollywood and becomes a star as a writer. Huh? A great history. I, I love that about him. Would you and Spader actually smoke cigars uh, when you were filming those uh, ending moments of each episode? I call it like negative, negative. When you, when you when you do something and they give you so much of it, you get a negative feeling for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like ne- negative programming or something. That I love cigars. I mean, a good cigar and a nice drink and sit back and the picturesque thing of sitting on a balcony. You know, the sun is setting. You're with a buddy. You smoke a cigar. You got a great uh, uh, single malt in your glass, and you're yeah. talking about. Love and death, and I had to smoke. Oh, I don't know, twenty cigars in a in, in, in that day when we were shooting oh. the scenes that were on the balcony, and and I'd come home after a two-hour drive uh, through traffic. It was terrible, and I'd come home and I'd get sick to my stomach from all the cigars. Mm. I hated cigars for fifteen years after, five years afterwards. Wow. I mean, I'm slowly working my way back. <laughs> I was going to ask how you were feeling, how your body was after going to space, but maybe I should be more concerned about smoking all those cigars. Oh, my gosh. Really? Imagine smoking a cigar in space. That would be something. Uh, I'm good. Good. I am, uh, you know, the, the space thing uh, didn't hurt me physically. I, I was certainly moved emotionally about uh, all that was uh, going on. But, but physically, except for this incredible weight of uh, G's going up and coming down. For a moment there, I thought I was going to die. You know, when you, I don't know whether you've ever been recently in adulthood in something you think, Jesus, I could die here. Have you had that feeling? Every day when my jokes don't uh, land. <laughs> every day on the radio, Mr. S, every day. Of course, as performers, we're always ready to die. I hadn't thought of that. Of course, you're all, you, doing daily broadcasting. You're wondering, how did I do that day? And you look at your ratings, and they went up, and you you didn't feel you were good. You thought, uh, I don't know how that happened. It's true. We performers say, you know, we do use the term. We killed or we didn't. Yeah. Or I died. That's interesting. Well, I mean jeopardy, uh, real physical jeopardy. Every so often, especially as you get older, you think, am I dying? Hmm. You uh, have this feeling of, I wonder if I'm dying. So these G's sitting on my chest, I thought, am I, am I going to die here? And I didn't. Wow, that's profound to think about. Uh, Mr. S, I'm getting the wrap-up that I have to let you go. Can I squeeze in one more question? Would you mind if I keep you one more moment? Please. Tell me about working with Rod Serling on The Twilight Zone, that famous episode. I, when I read that script and I agreed to do it, I thought, here's where I'm going to die. We were talking about dying as a performer. Yeah. I saw the, the Czechoslovakian acrobat in this furry little suit that's going to stand on the wing, and I thought, this is the last moment I'll ever be an actor. People are going to laugh me off the screen, and this is my final moment, and it becomes a big hit, and it's on the air. Every time they play uh, Twilight Zone, it's <laughs> always in there. And the reason why it's there, I have no idea. Right. Well, that episode celebrated its 60th anniversary this year, so I wanted to get that in there. Nothing but love and admiration for you. Can't wait to see you February 10th at the Basie Center for the Arts in Red Bank and the 11th uh, in Englewood at Bergen Pack. Mr. Shatner, thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. A pleasure. I look forward to seeing you and your audience uh, on those dates at that theater. Thank you so much. Well, that was pretty fun, i got to say. Thank you, Mr. Shatner. That'll be a... 
career highlight making William Shatner laugh. What an interesting guy. Oh, no doubt. No, no, oh, he is unbelievably I like that. And you start to talk to him, and uh, he goes off on these tangents, and you're like, oh, man, this is <laughs> it's Captain Kirk. Well, beyond that, he's just <laughs> a know? really smart guy, you can tell. Oh, that's so. what I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, he runs rings about around us DJs. <laughs> but, I mean, gosh, I'm so flattered. He had an understanding of, you, know, you come on the radio, you think your show sucks, or you look at your ratings, you're like, I guess I made it another day. It's just, uh, what an amazing guy. Man, I just got some goosebumps, I got to say. Yeah, no, he's incredible. He really is. Anybody, if you've ever talked to him, he's just, it's, it's astonishing. Well, that was fun. We're going to go out there and see him yeah. at the uh, Basie when he's cool, here. Yeah. So looking forward yeah. to that. And, and boy, to see uh, Star Trek Two back on the big screen, that'll be kind of fun as well. I got a big giant That is screen the there. best of them. That is the best. That one and the one with the whales, the Welcome Home one, that was good, too. Yeah. I like but, uh, I like you know what I got somewhere is a Star the Trek, uh, what's okay, that? The no, first one I couldn't stand. The first one was not Star- great. I was going to say, I got a uh, no. part six. I got a hat, a baseball hat that mm. I bought at the movie theater when I went to see it. Maybe I'd come and have him sign that or something. Oh, and that'd be I, cool. I got my Bo Duke hat, my Captain Kirk hat. There you go. <laughs> Start a little museum in the front foyer. But uh, Six was uh, Undiscovered Country? That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was which good. Is, too, which I was just that. okay. But uh, I have to share something. Uh, so we ended up, we were going to go see Joe, and then it didn't work out because Joe screwed up where he was going to be, as we mentioned on uh, Saturday. No, so, no, I didn't screw up the, the, the where I was going to be. I screwed up the day. The day he was supposed to be out at Reds, <laughs> right? So we yeah. ended up over, for some reason, at the Menlo Park Mall in Edison over the weekend. <laughs> and we're, we're shopping, and Rochelle had to return some clothes, and we're doing that sort of business. And I said, well, we're already up here. We're a little out of our way. Why don't we see if there's a nice uh, restaurant, Italian restaurant, mm-hmm. and we'll go and oh, get some... tons of them. Yeah, oh, tons yeah. of them. We'll go get some dinner. So we pick one. And it it was very good, okay? So good. But I have a complaint, and I probably was a little harsh, so I guess this is a uh, confession. Is, uh, the waitress was great. The service was fine. Yeah. But the busboy, this young kid, I mean, he looked like he was about 15 years old. He was old. young. He was He's a very young skinny, kid. scrawny kid. He's got the pimples <laughs> on his neck. You know what I'm saying? Like your typical 15-year-old right, right. nerd bomber, okay? Right. Okay. <laughs> So we ordered uh, appetizer, and as he, Robbie, you shouldn't be beating the hell out of him. Go ahead. Well, (laughs) well, he's angry. I'm a little. I don't know if angry is the right word. I was really uh, annoyed, perturbed, aggravated, put off because they bring the bread as I'm waiting for the appetizer, and they bring the uh, well. I got to give you this part of it too. He comes over. He says, uh, "Oh, we give you. You want some oil? You want butter?" I was like, "I take the oil. Yeah, that'd be good." He's like, "Uh, "There's also a little thing with oregano and pepper, and uh, and you mix it together." I'm like, "Yeah, I know how to make the thing for the bread. I got it. This is not my first rodeo at an Italian restaurant. All right." So he puts the thing down, and I have a piece of bread, and then we have the appetizer. It comes to clear the table for the dinner. He tries to take the bread, which we'd have two pieces in my little dish, and I went, "Uh "Uh-uh, don't touch that. I'm not done with the bread yet. I got a dunk." Joe, he he said it just like that. And the kid kid kid. goes like this. "Uh, I was just trying to clear the table. I was like, "Well." Don't touch the bread. <laughs> you can take the dish I'm done with, not the bread and not the oil. Uh, what do you do? Don't boy, take the oil. Poor child. Oh, you know, this poor child. He did not come back over for the rest of no, the meal. The waitress I handled don't everything. Doubt it. The no. waitress handled everything else. <laughs> I know. I oh. he, he definitely got a he was like, Oh, sorry, I didn't know. And and I said to Robbie as we were leaving, I said, You know, you didn't even touch that oil after you got your That's food. not Eddie the point. <laughs> The point is, you don't touch it until I'm done with my, until dessert, uh-huh. you leave he the should, bread and the oil on the he table. He should have asked, are you done with this, sir? Was, I do agree with that, but I mean, you. come on. He was a, he's a kid. He's 15. Well. He, he might have been older than that, but it's still, I, he, you were a little, you were like, don't touch my oil. I was like, whoa. Go get some Clearasil and learn how to serve whoa. at an Italian restaurant, all right? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was mad. Yeah. Not happy. Don't mess with Robbie's bread. Food, yeah, man. (laughs) Also, I was three scotches in at that point, so perhaps that's why I was out of here. That's true. Yeah, that's such a my own, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know.
<laughs> it was a good dinner. Yeah. He scotches in. He uh, was. Well, on, so on the rocks. On the rocks. Well, clearly, but I'm just saying it was, you know, you be a little kid. God, leave him alone. It's <laughs> all <sighs> so because you weren't available. If you'd been there, then I wouldn't have been at this restaurant. Kid would have never had to deal with me. I'm never going to hear the end of that, too, in this house. She's telling everybody. Everybody who called here over the weekend, you know what Joe did today? He, he We went up there. We went all the, I got all dressed up. We went all the way up there, and it wasn't even on. I'm like, oh, geez. That's so, fantastic. Oh, it is. It's actually really funny. It She's is funny. Fun. She's having fun with this. It. good. Not a moment too soon. Not a moment to spare this Monday morning. Time for a dead guy in an envelope. In my hand. Wow. <laughs> what do you mean, wow? This is a big. It's big. People seem to love this. This, of course, started at the old place uh, yep. where Joe was part of the big show and I was a coffee boy. And we started doing it here and people <laughs> yeah. seem to love it. You spent a lot of times at the McDonald's down in Penn Station. Oh, every day. Every day. <laughs> Sabaro hey. for breakfast. You know what I mean? Oh. Hey, go, go get me a Diet Coke. <laughs> Listen, I wasn't bringing him Diet Coke. Let's not get crazy here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get crazy. All right, in my hand, this uh. envelope. Inside the envelope is a little piece of paper, kind of like a fortune cookie, with the name of a deceased <laughs> celebrity. It'll be up to Rochelle and Joe to ask me questions with yes or no answers to discern who is this celebrity. If we must, we will go to the phones and give you an opportunity, too, so you can play along at home. You never know when I may call upon you, like mm-hmm. the Peace Corps, for your assistance in Dead Guy in the Envelope. All right, question number one. Rochelle, please begin. Is it a man? No. Okay. Not a man. Has this person been dead for more than 10 years? Yes. Is this uh, woman famous for singing? No. Is this woman an actress? Yes. Is this woman an actress in movies? Yes. Off to a good start here, <laughs> by the way. Has this actress won an Academy Award? Uh, <laughs> you better Robbie, have their bio up when you're doing this. Yeah. No, I am prepared. I was double checking. She is. Uh, I, I'm supposed to give yes, yes or no answer. She is Oscar nominated. I knew there was an Oscar somewhere okay, in the okay. bio sheet here. Oscar okay. nominated. That's fine. Yeah. Is this woman or was this woman known as a sex symbol? Mm, no. Did this woman ever play opposite Humphrey Bogart? No. Did this woman have blonde hair? No. Oh, dang. Mm. They all had blonde hair. (laughs) (laughs) There were a bunch of blondes back then. Uh, Is this woman, was she over 60 when she died? Yes. Robbie is prepared. Um, uh, yes. Was this woman known for her singing abilities as well? No. No. Mm. No singing. Betty Davis. Not Betty Davis. Did this woman pass away in the 80s? Nope. Dead guy in the envelope. But today, a dead, woman. Dead, wo- dead woman in the dead envelope. Woman. Dead woman in the envelope today. Dead more than 10 years, known primarily for movies. Oscar nominated. Not mm. a singing performer. Not not also a singer. Not a triple mm. threat, but a big movie star. Big movie star. Oh, sure. Big well, well star. certainly well-known movie star. 
Uh, did she die in the 90s? No. But did th- she die in the 70s? Dead more than 10 years, not the 70s, 80s, or 90s. Uh, would she die? Did she die in the two thousands? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that fifteen year old. We got to figure it out there. here. Yes, more than ten years in the two thousands, so that should narrow it down. People are screaming at the radio. You know that. We're getting close to going for help. A little lifeline, yep. the cavalry coming in here. Um, was she married to someone famous? Yes. Oh, 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 oh. Um, Mrs. Reagan. No. I like where your head's at, though. Um, I don't think Nancy Reagan's been dead for more than 10 years. It was more recent than that, right? I think yeah, so. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Did she have an Oscar nomination? Nom- no. She- no. No, okay. no, no, I didn't know. Um, yeah. We love the former president, but he was, he was not an Oscar-nominated <laughs> film. <laughs> you mean she didn't get an Oscar for uh, that Navy movie they made? No. I'm, so- I'm shocked. The Gipper did not get an Oscar, but <laughs> we love the Gipper nonetheless. Um... Oh, this is so hard. I think we should go to the phones. You think so? Are there any yeah. phones happening? Not Help. yet. 732-774-4444. I would uh, mention there is no prize for Dead Guy in the Envelope. Just the satisfaction of knowing. <laughs> sure that, that you got to get a key. All right. I'll tell you, we'll do the Robbie and Rochelle right. tote bag. There uh, you go. That has just been printed up. You know, if you can't bring the plastic bags, you get the tote bag. And, of course, the satisfaction of knowing you're smarter than Joe Nolan and Rochelle Bridges. Uh, is she in a movie that... Uh, we have watched together. I know that doesn't help anyone else, but it helps me. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, she's not. Well, no, no. I got a guess from Captain Rich. He just texted me. Maureen O'Hara. Uh, no, not Maureen oh. O'Hara. Very good guess, though. You want to do a recap here? And by the way, phone lines open if you think you know who is the dead celebrity in the envelope. It is a woman, so it's a dead woman in the envelope. 732-774-4444. Died in the 2000s, but more than 10 years ago. Oscar nominated. Married to a famous person. Not known for performing, but known for being in many big hit movies. So a well-known movie star. uh, Not a brunette, or, or rather a brunette, not a blonde. She is a brunette, not a blonde. These are the facts we know about the dead celebrity in the envelope. Are we still guessing? Yeah. Is it Elizabeth Taylor? Nope. Not Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, boy. That's who I was thinking. Yeah. (laughs) Phone lines again open if you have a guess. 732-774-4444. We cannot end until we get an answer, unfortunately. And I will will throw on in a a Robbie and Rochelle in the morning tote bag for you if you get the correct answer. Mm. Well, bonus prize. Just start guessing. Mm. Start guessing names. Not Nancy Reagan. We've established that. Mm Mm-hmm. Not Maureen O'Hara. Appeared in movies right through the time of her death, a little over 10 years ago. Hmm. Uh, oh, um, a Betty White. Not Betty White. No. Right, we have a, a phone caller here. Let's see. Good morning. It's a boss. You're on the air. Did you guys guess it? I, I'm driving, so I didn't hear. No, we, we don't have an answer yet. Do you have a guess? Um, I'm going with Elizabeth Taylor. It is not Elizabeth no. Taylor. Very good That's guess. That's what though. I was thinking. Thank you. Hi, it's the boss. You're on the air. Hi. Hi. Is it Audrey Hepburn? It is not Audrey Hepburn. Oh, Very good, good guess. guess. Thank you. Mm. All right. I think Joe's going to go do the thing, so we'll let him go do his thing. Did uh, she act with her husband? Yes. She is. Okay. So she has she... acted with her husband. Okay. Oh. <laughs> this is so hard. It is hard. Yeah. 
Um, is it me again? Because Joe had to walk away. Yeah. Ugh. He's got his TV thing. Okay. Um, you want to run through the clues yeah, again? Yeah, give me, give me the clues one more time. Has been dead for over 10 years, but died in the 2000s. Okay. Brunette, not blonde. Not known for performing, not known for dancing, comedy, anything like that. She's known for being a movie actress, a movie star. Mm-hmm. Married to another famous person, another movie star. Um, has her, is her, did her husband pass away? No. So he's still alive. Correct. Was she married more than once? Mm, I don't believe so. Okay. We also know she's Oscar nominated, by the way. So these are big time movies. I'm sorry, she she was married uh, briefly. Oh, okay. Before, but, we but, but we nobody nobody you would have okay. heard of long, long time ago. Oh. Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. Help we've, me. We've stumped Rochelle and Joe. Dead guy in the envelope this morning. Um. Is she famous for anything else other than acting? No. Just acting. Yep. All right, we got a couple phone calls okay. here. Okay. <laughs> I just had a uh, text message pop up. Diane, was that you? What was your guess there? <laughs> uh, Kelly Preston is a very good guess. Very good guess. Uh, I guess I can give the clue and say this person was a little older. It was okay. not a, uh, okay. a, a sad, uh, shocking death, kind of like Kelly Preston. Not that every death isn't okay. sad, but you know what I'm saying. So, okay. So, so the text message pop up there. Hi, it's the boss. You're on the air. Natasha Richardson? No. Oh, that's a good guess. Yeah, that is a good guess. She's a blonde, though. That is not correct. Thank you. Was a blonde. Hi, it's a boss. You're on the air. Hi, is it Natalie Wood? It is not Natalie Wood. Mm, uh, that's an excellent that's guess. Good... I will say this. You are of the right generation of actresses, so we're getting warmer and warmer here. Hi, good morning. It's a boss. Oh, I wanted to try to answer the contest. Yes, ma'am. What do you, what do you think? Is it Ann Mira? It is not Ann Mira, but again, you're oh. very warm. <laughs> Thank you for trying. And again, that's a good guess because we say they performed with their husband. But, of course, Jerry Stiller is also no longer with us. So it's not Ann Mira. Uh, let's try line one. Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. Is it Marilyn Monroe? It is not Marilyn Monroe. Thank you. She's a blonde. Hi, it's the boss. You're on the air. Yeah, is it Ann Bancroft? It is Ann oh, Bancroft. Oh, yes. there you go. I wouldn't have got that. Excellent in. guess. Who is this? Oh. This is Ryan from Freehold, New Jersey. Ryan, very good. It is Ann Bancroft, of Thank course. Thank you, Ryan. Married to Mel wow. Brooks, appeared I in... I uh, you guys every day, and I love Mel Brooks movies, and I'm sure you guys appreciate it, too. Yeah. No, not a, no question about it. Appeared in The uh, Graduate, was Oscar-nominated for The Graduate, was in G.I. Jane in the right? 1990s. Yes. Uh, yes. So, yes, Ann Bancroft passed away in the year 2005 at the age of 73, and a brunette, not a blonde. Very good, Ryan. Hang in the line here. Uh, don't go away. We'll get all your info. We'll get you one of those Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. And uh, tote packs. So there that you are. That was a good one. That, that was, was a real good one. We're going to have to fill Joe in because he's off doing his, <laughs> his fancy <laughs> camera business away. here. Dead guy in the envelope. Always fun. Let's squeeze it in. Time for hashtag mom confessions. We do this every morning, about seven twenty and nine twenty. We hear from moms. We search that hashtag. Sometimes we hear from moms that also you know got to run out to work. Maybe they're uh, moms. The kids are all grown, but they still got a lot going on in life. They like to share the trials and tribulations. The job of a mom is never done. Yes, and we share them right here, just like this. Disney Diva forty three said, "Kids today were able to text their moms when they need to be picked up. When I was a kid, my mom would drop me off at the mall, and I had to wait until the cell phones were invented." And sold at the mall before she picked me up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trina Gull said. <laughs> so that works. Yeah. It's my daughter's birthday today, so naturally she woke me up at 5 a.m. instead of 6 a.m. to guarantee I'd be the first one to wish her happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Christmas. It's my birthday. <laughs> 
at Questioning Everything said, people who don't have kids, what's it like to go an entire day without someone asking you, what's your favorite dinosaur? <laughs> what is your favorite dinosaur? A Tyrannosaurus Rex. I had a feeling it was. <laughs> All right, there you go. Hashtag mom. Gosh, yes. We do that every morning, 720 at 920. Joe, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm back. Yep. And Bancroft. And Bancroft. Oh, well, that's terrible. Why is that's it terrible? Because who knows Ann Well, Ryan, Ryan is on the Ryan line right Ann. now. We're going to go get his information. He's a big winner. Ryan in Freehold was able to correctly identify Ann Bancroft. Uh, Joe Nolan, Rochelle, not able to no. identify the I, I would, Joe envelope. would have taken us a long time. <laughs> I would have that. never, ever, 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 ever said Ann Bancroft. Well, thank Although God. she was a wonderful actress. What yes. beautiful woman, lovely actress. Yes. That's right. But luckily we've got listeners like Ryan, who's a big Mel Brooks fan, he tells us, and was able to win the prize this morning. So that's how it goes. Dead guy in the envelope. Thank you for staying in touch all weekend long. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning page, 1071theboss.com. We have a brand new Instagram page, which we're just getting up and running. Yes. So thank you if you've uh, followed us at Robbie and Rochelle Radio on Instagram or TikTok or on the Facebook machine at Robbie and Rochelle. You can find us there. Uh, or wherever you get your podcast, just search Robbie and Rochelle Auto. Uh, Google, Apple Play, mm-hmm. they all pop right up. So thanks for that. All right, here we go. It's Monday, and it's time for Robbie and Michelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories from number five to number one. We thought you needed to know to be in the know. Maybe you missed these over the weekend. Number five, this is absolutely true, and it's strange. Chicken of the Sea, the tuna company. They sell canned tuna, right? <laughs> yes. They're offering a million-dollar reward to anybody who can prove the existence of a mermaid. Not only what? would you have to present video evidence, you'd have to set up an interview between the mermaid and the company. <laughs> They say they will hire the mermaid on the spot to be their new spokesperson. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I've never heard that jingle before. I like that. Is there, uh, I don't know if I've ever bought their tuna. Is that a is mermaid there? Yeah, it's that's their little logo that they have on there. And you've had their tuna. We've had it before. I just think it's really strange because... I like the Sunkist. Is that what it is? There's a yeah. There's a yeah. There's another one too. The Sunkist. It's got the talking tuna with the glasses. Right, right. He's like a Drew Carey yes. tuna. I like him. First of all, I don't think mermaids are out there, so they're going to be searching really hard. <laughs> oh, I'm just really? gonna I'm just gonna throw that one out. Okay. There. Beyond that, I feel like it would be really weird to have a mermaid be the spokesperson for a company that's going to kill her friends in the sea <laughs> and eat them. I hadn't thought of that. These, are, I mean, these are her friends. She's a mermaid. They're like, hey, we're going to murder all your friends. You want to be the spokesperson? What? Hello, I'm a mermaid. <laughs> And I've already signed in a spokesperson deal with Starbucks. I'm not going to work with you. Right. Matter of fact, I'm speaking out against Chicken of the exactly. Sea. Exactly. First thing I thought of when I saw this story is there's going to be some guy named Vern in Louisiana that's like, hey, honey, we got to, we're going to put you in mermaid pants. We'll make some money. million bucks. Good luck with that, yeah. Vern. So hopefully they get a team that's going through these video submissions because right. I'm sure that's a project. Right. Number four, there's a man in England that took to Facebook delivery people trying to bring the sofa in his house. They got it stuck between his staircase and a wall in his home. <laughs> Just completely destroyed, put a hole in his wall, oh scratched my it. Gosh. It's a total mess, and they left it there. They couldn't get it unstuck. Oh no! Is <laughs> 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 right, that not actual audio of the event, but but of Ross and Chandler? You, you so. think they would have? That's Ross and Rachel and Chandler. Yeah, right. you think they would have measured before they attempted to purchase <laughs> furniture that has to go up the stairs? Yeah, that'd be no problem. We'll get it right in there for you. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> so good. Pivot. Bonus story. The uh, numbers are out from Nielsen, our friends at Nielsen. Ah. Good morning, Nielsen. Thanks for being our friends. Mm-hmm. 2022 Nielsen Streaming Chart show the most streamed TV show was. Any guesses? The most streamed? Yep. 
Meaning the oh. most people watched it on streaming for 2022? Uh, Stranger Things? That is correct. Okay. 52 billion minutes viewed. That's yeah. not individuals, obviously. Right, not that many right. people on the planet, but that's the amount of time people spent with the show. Number one stream movie was Encanto. Oh, really? With 27 billion minutes. I, wouldn't, I think that movie came out like two years ago. I'm well, surprised it's still number one. Disney Plus is like surge past everybody. It's like Netflix yeah. and Disney Plus are neck and neck yeah. now. Most stream radio show? Not us. Just, <laughs> spoiler alert. Was not us. No. Sad. Number three, there's a Montana man who's trying to get a Guinness World Record. Apparently the Guinness people would not certify because he is the only person in the category. And oh. I, I don't understand. That seems very unfair to me. I thought that he yeah. could, you don't need other people in the category. You right, just establish the record and then people challenge you. There's a lot of categories on there that just make no sense. And I don't think anybody would have tried. I, that's very strange. He said there's okay. never been any competition, or they say there's never been any competition for this category. Therefore, they can't certify him because there's no one to compare it against. Oh. I think that's, uh, he's totally getting screwed here. But his name is Dennis Garso. He knows over 3,000 birth dates off the top of his head. You ask him a celebrity, a person he knows, go oh. through the phone book, over 3,000 thousand birthdays just off the top of his head really he thinks he should be certified as the man that knows the most birthdays off the top of his head guinness says not something we can certify he sometimes doesn't know their name but he knows their birthday and he'll come up to people people walk in the door and he'll say oh there's so so and they look at him like how in the do you know my birthday that's a little creepy huh doesn't even know who they are he just sees them by face and goes march 24th 1964 i mean how does that happen that is very strange but i think if guinness can put in the person who can stack five m&ms on top of one another in there (laughs) they can squeeze this guy in that's pretty amazing can we make a little paragraph for dennis (laughs) come on now let's start a gofundme for dennis i think we should maybe not number two Well, bad week for Jay Leno. Hey, it's me. You know, it's okay. What are you going to do? A little bad week, good week. Well, it's what it is. Time for headlines. Right, Kev? <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm glad when I... I only once in a while... It's like my Nixon. I only yeah. once in a while get to do a Jay Leno impression. That's Jay still had his show, believe it or not. Jay Leno's Garage. Right. Where he uh, talked to people, uh, sports cars, that kind of thing. Yes. It was on CNBC, and it's finally canceled. This is the first time since 1987 that Jay doesn't have some show on some NBC oh, network. Oh, no. Of course, he had Tonight Show. He was right. the guest host for Johnny Carson. So right. this is the first time. He does still have the uh, You Bet Your Life show, but that's the end of an era for Jay on television. He also managed to break his kneecaps and bust up his chin. He fell off his motorcycle. You know, oh, my gosh. He ride the motorcycle. So, yeah. And he burned himself working on the car a couple a of... A couple months ago. He didn't tone it down, Jay. Yeah. You're 74 years old. You know what? You gotta tone it down. His show is done. I think Jay needs to go on a long vacation. Sure. Just sit on the beach, have a mimosa. Just calm down, Jay. It's going to be okay. Maybe we need to give him another show because it seems like unless he's on TV, <laughs> he's out there hurting <laughs> he's himself. freaking out. Yeah. Oh, poor Jay. Just give the guy a show. Have him do something. Hey, you know, we'll do the weather. It's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be funny and then uh, maybe nice. <laughs> Time for headlines. <laughs> Give him something to do on Give TV. Give him something to do, yeah. I guess. Yeah, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Maybe they should have him do like a host a hospital show since he's always there. He probably knows everybody. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, how you guys doing? Let's do a little jaywalking. <laughs> all right, it's out of my system. I do the movements, too. You do. I got it's it all down. Number TV. one, there's a new list of the dirtiest cities in America. Congratulations. Round of applause for Newark, New Jersey. Oh, no. America's dirtiest city. No, really? It is tied with Houston, Texas, and coming in third, San Bernardino, California. It has this dubious distinction because of poor living conditions, pollution, and rotting infrastructure. Awesome. <laughs> Anybody taking a flight out of EWR oh, this morning? Oh, man. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. You, well, you're flying spirit? Good luck. Oh, yeah. Well, good luck anywhere you're flying spirit, but... Better wow. to just get a bicycle and... 
Well, don't get on a motorcycle, though. You just never know. If I like Newark. Newark is fine. What it is, that's roaches. That's all right. Time for headlines. I thought it was out of my system. It was not. I'm sorry. I like that every time you do this, you're straightening your invisible tie. <laughs> because that's what Jay would do on TV. You're getting a full Jay Leno print. Even though this is radio, it's still a three-dimensional. I, I feel like I should be recording you at this point. It's a lot. <laughs> Monday, world-famous celebrity birthday file, Wilmer Valderrama from that 70s show. Is he on that new That 90s Show thing that just came out? I don't know if he is. I know the parents are on there, but right. I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I'm sure if he's not... Uh, always on there, he'll make an appearance. He's 43. Josh Kelly, who is a singer, he's married to Catherine Heigl. He's probably oh. more famous for that. Yeah. He's celebrating today. I had to double check this. I couldn't believe it. That comedian Andrew Melanakis, Andy, Andy Melanakis, Mil- he's 47 today. Yeah. I thought he was a teenager. Yeah, no. But he well, just looks the, like a teenager. That's his thing, is he looks like he's 14 years old. But I but thought he, he was 14 years old. No. I had to look it up. Nope. <laughs> I could not believe that Olivia Coleman, who plays the queen on the most recent season of The Crown, Queen Elizabeth, yeah. she's only 49. I thought she was like 75. Yeah. Christian Bale, Batman, mm-hmm. celebrating today. Phil Collins is 72. Dick Cheney, believe it or not, not dead. <laughs> <laughs> by Dick Cheney. Almost as good as my Jay Leno. Yeah, you know, it wasn't bad. It was okay. It was fine. <laughs> Dick is 82 today. What is happening? <laughs> Should I break into my George W. Bush? Hey, I want to say happy birthday to my main man, my Veep, my Dick Cheney. (laughs) All impressions on the potpourri today. This is a lot for a Monday. Gene Hackman, seriously, God bless him, 93 years old today. My estimation, one of the best actors there's ever been. Very talented. Gone but not forgotten, Marty Ballin of Jefferson Airplane. He had a couple of hits himself. And how about a little presidential news? Franklin Delano Roosevelt was born on this date, Mm. and it is the anniversary, 1835. There was an assassination attempt on Andrew Jackson. The man failed to kill the president. The president, who was then 67 years old, beat him almost to death with his walking stick. Get it, Andrew Jackson. That's the kind of... I'd vote for Andrew Jackson today. You try and shoot me, I'll beat the crap out of you with my walking stick. That's what you want in the leader of the free world, That's babe. incredible. That's what you want in the leader yeah. of the free world. Yeah. It's my Dick Cheney impression. It's really good. It's also it like the the ba- Batman, the Joker on the, on the <laughs> No, you mean the, you mean the penguin, Burgess Meredith. A penguin, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought they kind of looked alike. You know? <laughs> yeah, Dick Cheney had kind of a similar motif. It's almost yeah, like the, no, you're, you're not wrong. Almost like the Gilbert Godfrey duck. Oh, the, uh, Rev, nothing. Oh, okay. Affleck. <laughs> yeah, that's right. See, I think I'm one of the only people that found him very, very funny. Gilbert Godfrey? Gilbert oh, Godfrey. no, yeah, we're big fans. It was funny. I he, just laughed every time. Anytime he'd do anything, when he was in that Beverly Hills cop movie, yeah. when he said... Now, if you just look around the office and you see something that you might... It was mine, then it was yours. Then it was mine, and then this goes away. It was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I would die in laughing at it. We killed him, you know. It's our fault. Don't say that. Because he was on like four days before, and then he passed away. And again, I'm a little the spooked. The curse uh, of you. I know. I'm spooked having on Shatner. Because this know. has happened four or five times where we've had oh, someone on, and they... didn't say that. I know. I know. So listen, icon. I'm knocking on wood because we've had this happen a few times where within weeks of their appearance on our show, we lose them. So I'm a little concerned about Mr. Ash. No, he's fine. I hope so. Certainly hope so. That's even... Oh, he's... You know, I also do uh, Burgess Meredith from Rocky. No, we're we're good. No, we're good. All right, Rock. He did it anyway. And I did it anyway. Oh, it's brilliant. Yep. It's he said, she said, with Robbie and Rochelle.
had a bit of an altercation over the weekend. We stopped at a restaurant. This is up in Edison. Went up to the mall up there, and I said, well, before we drive all the way home, why don't we stop and have a little food? Stop at a really nice Italian place. Great meal. Great service. Except I had a little run-in with the busboy. I mentioned this to uh, <laughs> Nolan earlier, and he thought I was a little out of control. But this kid is about 15 years old. At least he looked like he was. Right. And just had no clue. He's trying to tell me how to uh, bring you oil, and you, you mix the cheese. And you know, I was like, I know. I understand. Do you just want butter? I no, I don't want butter. He was being helpful. He was just being helpful. Like, but I've I never eaten you. at a nice Italian restaurant before. Just yeah. ridiculous. I yeah. mean, I understand he doesn't know that, but don't, you know, don't insult my intelligence, okay? <laughs> and then he tries to take the little dish with the oil and the cheese and the bread before the meal comes. This is just immediately after the appetizers. You wait until it's dessert time uh-huh. to take the bread off the table. Mm-hmm. Rochelle thought I was a little over the top, but it almost made me not want to go back to this restaurant. Had the food, it was just melt off the fork, veal parmesan. Had the good. food and the waitress herself not been fantastic, yeah. it might have been a deal breaker for me. And I say, I'm never going back to that place again. <laughs> not that we're in Edison all the time anyway, but <laughs> what is a deal breaker for you when you're out to dinner? You're at a, at a restaurant. I mean, I guess it could be any place. It could be a fast food place. It could be yeah. a pizza place. It could be a fine dining establishment. What's a deal breaker for you when you're out at a restaurant? I think anyone who's worked in a restaurant and has, have, yeah. and I have, have a little bit higher standards when you go because you know the processes, you know the things that you're supposed to do. Yeah. So if I have a bad server, it's a big turnoff for me. I, I know your day is hard. I know what you're doing, but you don't take that out on your table. That's your money. That's your livelihood. Sure. So you don't. So if I have a bad server, I'm probably done. If I find a hair in my food, I mm. have such a weak stomach that I am not only done with my food and I don't want anything new, I'm probably done with the restaurant for a little bit. Mm. See, I'd give them the benefit of the doubt. I, but, I, I mean, know, mistakes I know do happen. Some, no, I know, and I know Could that. Could just be a hair floating in the air from a patron. I you know? know, and we have cat Rick hair everywhere, and I get it, yeah. but when I'm going to get food, it just, it churns my stomach. I and there's can't. something about a black hair yeah, that just, just seems like, like it, it could be from anywhere. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know Any what part it is. of the body. Uh, dirty menus. If I go yeah. to a diner anywhere and yeah. they, they haven't bothered to wipe down the menus, what else are they not wiping down? Yeah. You this know? is something about COVID that I thought was actually a good thing, is that they were yeah, clearly everything. putting, uh, you know, uh, whatever that stuff, that spray, yeah, you know, the, the Lysol rocks, spray yeah, yeah. on everything, including the plastic menu. The huge thing for me, I love Mexican food. Yep. Love it. If I go to a Mexican restaurant and there is not free chips and salsa before my food, if you make me pay <laughs> for the chips and salsa, like if you go to an Italian restaurant the bread and, cheese and they, and, they yeah. charge you for the, the bread and oil, Probably a deal breaker for me. I'm probably not going to come back. And how would you feel if they took the chips and salsa off the table before you oh, finished eating good, it? Oh, not good, because that's my appetizer and my dessert when yeah. I go to a Mexican restaurant. I was going to say, I'll tell you what, in a Mexican restaurant, you better leave that on the table for the duration of the meal. Absolutely, because you eat them in between. You have your margarita. When you're done eating, you have to have the saltiness to go with I mean, you have to have them. Whereas, you know, you can take the bread off the table once I have my cannoli and yeah. my espresso. <laughs> so. They're a deal breaker for you when you're out at a restaurant. Whatever kind of food, whatever kind of restaurant. This happens, you're out. You're never going there again. You're going to tell everyone. Everybody, place stinks. I won't go there. 732-774-4444. 774-4444. Lines open. You can also text in. Boss Text Connect, same number, or Facebook. Those are next year, he said. She said. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071 The Boss is Jersey's free money radio station. Proving it once again, first of three times today, we will play for cash. Could be up to $500 in the Boss Bank Vault. You want to get the exact hours we play, by the way. If you're going to work today, you're busy. All you got to do is go to 1071theboss.com and click on Cracked Code. 
and uh, enter your email address. We'll send you a list of all the times, all the hours that we do it yes. to make it even easier to win the money. And sometimes they give you a hint, like they'll give you the second digit of the three, yep. you know, just for signing up. And then we spam you with a bunch of questions all the time. But that's, <laughs> but only from us, only from the boss. We're not going to sell your information no, to no, no, Mark no. Zuckerberg or anything. No, no, no. Of course, I'm kidding about all of this, mostly. All right, let's... <laughs> it's a joke. Let's go to line two, try and give away this money here. We're struggling a little bit. Morning. Good morning. How are you? Pretty good. All right. Who is this? My name's Tim. All right, Tim, we've had a couple of contestants get through. One got disqualified because she already won. <laughs> we had another lady had the wrong digits. So we're going to try to give you some free money this morning. Could be up to 500 bucks. Do you have all three digits to crack that boss code, my friend? I think so. All right. Go ahead, Tim. Five. Five eight four does it. Opens up the boss bank vault and inside. Let's see here. We got a fifty, a twenty, and a five. So you get seventy five dollars oh, cold hard cash. Nice job. Smooth. Not nice. bad at all. Seventy five bucks from the boss bank vault this morning. Tim, where are you calling from? What town? Brick. All right. Hang the line. We'll get all your info. $75 for Tim and Brick out of the Boss Bank Vault this morning. Another happy customer. More free money on the way. But of course. Morning again, Joe. Oh, good morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's been kind of a, kind of a busy morning here. We'll have a replay of a Dead Guy in the Envelope. If you missed it, don't say anything. Oh. But if you missed it earlier, we will play that again because I know sometimes people hear bits and pieces or they get to work and a friend says, oh, they did it already. I missed it. So we'll get to that in a few and we'll have, uh, yeah, mm. we'll have mom confessions uh, coming up in a minute here. i got to mention oh. something about your uh, New Jersey Devils. Oh, what happened? Where mm. the heck is this news story here? The assistant general manager... Mm-hmm. Is apparently uh, traveling to Rochelle's uh, home turf where she grew up in, in Michigan. Yeah, did you hear about yeah. this? No, what happened? The assistant GMA Dan McKinnon visiting the uh, University of Michigan to scout a uh, super prospect for your NJ Devils, Luke Hughes. Yes. Well, they already drafted him. Is that happening? Is that already happening? Yeah, he already went and he spent four days in Michigan looking. But did they actually draft him? They drafted him number one last year, yeah. Well, and they let him go, and they and he's he went to college, and he's been playing on the USA team. I think he's the captain, was the captain or assistant captain or something on the team USA. But he's, I believe, are you he's sure? Devils, this, yeah, that's what, from, I, I know that. Yep. This is oh, from which, two, wait, hold on. Which one? Which one now? This is from two days ago. They were right, Luke Hughes. Luke yeah. Hughes. He's only Luke nineteen Hughes. years old. He's a defenseman. Yeah, stories from two days ago. It's, so yeah. I assume they were drafting him this year. Maybe they went out there what last was year. The and other use. There was another use. Maybe it says. Um, uh, they picked him. No, it does say they they had him as a number four pick in twenty twenty one, but then decided to. But he wait. stayed at college. Is yeah. that what it is? Okay. Because yep. he was only eighteen at the time. So now he's they not, have to redraft him. Now? I guess. Yeah. According to this article, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know much about hockey. I know you're a huge Devils fan. The but article I, I says know. the assistant GM it's, was out no, there two no, days ago. That. January 28th is two days I ago. Know. Yeah. I know. I'm not make, Joe makes it like I'm, I'm making saying, it up. I don't, I don't know if they have to oh, redraft. No, not, if, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how the hockey draft. I'm honest. Honestly, I know that they drafted Luke Hughes in the first round. He's like the fourth or fifth pick yeah. or something yeah. like that. But he stayed a couple of years he, ago. He decided, yeah. he decided not to go, and he stayed. But he went to the University of Michigan. Right. Which is Rochelle's alma mater, which is why we're bringing this mess up. Right. Right. They're looking to draft him again. And he is the brother of Jack Hughes, oh, okay. who is currently the de- a Devils yes. superstar. Um, but um, Well, then that makes it less remarkable to me that they found him out there in the Midwest because they got the brother already. <laughs> so no wonder they found Luke. They got Jack. Well, and, I mean, he's well, still got to be good in order to get Jack. Yeah, sure, of course. I, I, yeah. Of course. And, I don't think, and I don't think it was like finding Luke Hughes. I think everybody already knew about him. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, um, 
But yeah, they picked him number four, and I I think he's devil's property, but he's playing in college. Okay, well, I that's think amazing. I think that's how it works. I think that's how it works. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but uh, because they can go to minor hockey and do all that, but also. Uh, college hockey now is a lot different than it used to be. Mm-hmm. It used to be where college hockey was almost just like a throwaway kind of thing. Right. And if you didn't go through all the junior stuff, um, you really weren't looked at. But, um, you know, this is, this is uh, he's supposed to be on the big team maybe ne- as early as next year. So You know what all of this means, of course, is that Rochelle is suddenly a Jersey a Devils fan. So she's going <laughs> to hit you up for tickets to go see a game. No. Well, Joe doesn't work for the Devils. Any, and I don't have any tickets. I, no. <laughs> so don't worry, I'm not going to hit you. I mean, I, I well, you hit fun. him up for tickets to go to Rutgers. To where... go to the U of M game, yeah. though, and he that's, has those tickets. Well, this kid I went to U of tickets. M. Yeah, well, that's right. He okay. doesn't. He's well, just let me a... ask you this, Robbie. Yeah. What does U of M, a kid going to U of M, have anything to do with me having having New Jersey Devils tickets? Well, has nothing have any has nothing to do with it. I'm just telling you how Rochelle's diabolical mind works. I'm giving you a little glimpse into my world. Is what I'm doing. <laughs> she doesn't have to be diabolical with me. She, all she got to do is pick up the phone and say, Jody, I have tickets for this, and if I do, I'll say. Fine, they're yours. It's not like she does, it's not like she has to plan and plot and, and yeah, oh, really. <laughs> and it would have worked too if it weren't for you meddling kids. 1071 the boss. Jersey Shore traffic and weather. Together. Nolan very hostile this morning. He's a hostile Joe. No, 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 I'm just you're making it sound like she's gotta, you know, like trick me into getting the tickets. <laughs> I'm just telling you how her mind works, okay? Well, mine doesn't work that way. So if she wants it, all she's got to do is call me. All right, good she to know. got him. But Joe does not work for the Devils. He works no. for the Jets and he works for Rutgers. So right. he would not have tickets anyway. So basically no. all of this was a giant waste of our time. Well, except now we know who Luke Hughes is. And we do know who Luke Hughes is. <laughs> and go blue. And we know he's got a college education because he could have come to play in Jersey two years ago, and he finished. Well, so yeah. good good, well, good on him. Good for him. Yeah. Well, he managed to, I mean, he, he, what do you call it? he majored in hockey, so I don't know. If that's, <laughs> <you're> not... <laughs> he's not building rocket ships for Elon Musk, but he's playing hockey. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I used to say to my son, Connor, I, people say, what's he majoring in? I said, lacrosse. Yeah. <laughs> He's majoring and costing me money. That's what it is. That's right. <laughs> this underway this morning, he said, she said, I had a bit of a problem. We were out for dinner on Saturday night. Kid comes by, a busboy comes by, tries to take my uh, basket of bread and the little dish with the oil and the cheese and the pepper in it. I was like, leave that alone. Don't leave touch it on the my table. Bread. Yeah. I had the restaurant had otherwise been fantastic. Would have been a deal breaker for me. Yeah. So the question is, how about you? What something happens at the restaurant? You're like, nope, never again. I'm out. I'm going to tell everybody, don't go there. Phil said loud music. Okay. I've been in restaurants before where I can't hear myself think, let alone the person opposite of me talk will never go back. I got to tell you, I am iffy when it comes to live music in a restaurant. It depends on the time. It depends yeah. on how loud it is. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. sometimes that is just too much. Unless that's what you're going there to do, right. to see a show. Right. But if they just got the, uh, you know, the guy there playing guitar... You're trying to have dinner. It's just too much. You, like yeah. you say, you can't hear the person next to you. I think if you're in a bar or in a situation, you know, in a the setting that calls for that, then fine. Yeah. But sure, if you're just at a, a nice dinner and they've got somebody playing and singing, especially if it's not good, yeah. <laughs> it's tough. Also, by the way, the place we went the other night, we were reading the reviews before we went in there, mm-hmm. and it had a pretty good review, right? Yeah. One of the uh, complaints is that the music needs to be updated. We went in there, they're playing all the standards. It's like it's an Italian it's restaurant. An Italian That's what restaurant. you want. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> Stupid reviewers. <laughs> Text from 2676 that said, the smell when you walk in. If you can smell sewage, mold, or excessive bleach or ammonia when you walk over to your food, turn around. Jeez. What are you eating? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, that seems like a no-brainer. I mean, I know that I've definitely gone into places and you can smell cleaning products because they do wipe down everything, but that, I like that. I'm like, it makes me feel like it's clean. I don't know. I think what he's talking about is you're trying to mask... 
I guess. <laughs> oh, we just, we just had a family of roaches go by. Just throw some bleach on the floor. We'll be okay. I think that's what he's saying. Walter said tables packed closely together to the point where you might as well be sitting with the strangers next to you. What is that? What There's is that? There's a lot of places, especially when you have those big bench booths. Yeah. And so everybody's on the same booth. When the person next to you gets up, you're bouncing up and down yeah. every single... It's too much. It's and then there's close. always some beauty that's sitting there and, you know, you're trying to do, excuse me, excuse me. He's like, now sit on my coat. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to sit on your coat. I mean, it's a small place. I got a big ass. What do you want from well, me? Well, and those tables <laughs> usually that they have are those little two-person oh. tables. You can't fit anything on there. If they don't if they don't come and clear your plates, then you're you're crammed with everything that's on your table. I mean, so I see what you're tough. saying, but still, you're having a nice nice meal, nice right? pasta, nice uh, Parmesan. You got to have the... You gotta have the bread with you. I know. I'll tell you. You know what else? Is when that happens, they put you close, close, and there are other tables available. Yeah. Because yeah, like, right. oh, there's like only one why? waitress working. We got to work this okay. section. Well, why? I mean, there's 15 other tables. I got to be right next to two I other know. tables. That is frustrating. Oh, it drives me crazy. Yes. Let's go to line two. How we doing? All right. How are you? Good. I uh, heard you guys talking about showstoppers at restaurants. Talking about Mexican. Wanted to share a quick story that I had at a Mexican restaurant where I was. Chewing and bit into what ultimately was a zip tie. Oh. That was an absolute game changer for me, and I've never been back there since. Yeah, I don't blame you. That's pretty nasty. It was. So you find something in your food, whether it's here or not, you're out. That's it. Anything in your food, no mm. good. A little piece of plastic wrapper. That's disgusting. It is. Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. Call us, text us, same number, or on Facebook. It's a deal breaker. You go in a restaurant, this happens. You're out. You're probably never going back again. You go out to a restaurant, trying to just have a nice experience. Supposed to be fun, relaxing, enjoyable. What's well, a deal breaker? Something that happens. You go, nope, never again. I'm not doing this. What a turnoff. Billy said, slow service or slow getting drinks from the bar. Yep. Yeah. I'm surprised nobody just said the food stunk. Sure. I think people give benefit of the doubt for uh, the food not being great before some of these other service issues. You know? I think sometimes it w- when that happens to us, I will give it a second chance because you never know who's cooking that night. So yeah. It could have been a bad chef. It could have been something that is changeable. If Normally, it's good and you go and it's bad. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I do get that. And having slow service in the bar, nobody wants to sit at their table with nothing to drink, no water, no... Right. I mean, that's very frustrating. That is the worst when you order a drink and then the meal comes before the booze. Yes. I don't, don't know. do that. I don't, want, I don't want to finish my glass of wine. You know You know what I'm saying? You know another thing I don't like at restaurants, and no one has said this either yet, but when you order food, an appetizer, a food, and they bring everything out together. Yeah. Don't do... Like, sometimes I'll wait to even order my entree because I want to have... I'm trying that this is an experience for me. Yeah. So I want to have my dining experience. Don't bring it all out and rush me. Out the door. I, I was going to say like that's that. going one of two ways. You're getting rushed out, or yeah. they're just going to take forever. Yeah. You know, it takes Don't forever, and then that. you get everything at once, and right. it takes forever to get the bill. Right. Listen, I'm trying to pay you. Right. Come on over. Diana said, uh, charging extra to use my credit card. Ridiculous. Who regularly carries enough cash for the cost of the bill and the tip won't dine at places that upcharge for a fee like that. Well, I mean, I know what she's saying, but sometimes, you know, you can spend 100 bucks having dinner at one of the diners, and sometimes those family businesses, you know, it does cost them money to have their credit well, card machine. sure it does, but if I'm paying $100 for a hamburger at a diner, you're not going to charge me 3% more because I'm using a credit card. No, but I think the credit card companies got deals with some of the big places and then not the mom and pop deals, you know what I'm saying? I, I do. So, I mean, I, listen, I'm with you. I but do understand what you're saying, but I, I just think that you have to, that's one of those services you just have to suck up and pay for because... Not many people carry cash like that anymore. No. They just don't. And and if I do have cash, I'm going to want to give it to my server so that they can have that as a tip rather than that going on a credit card and them having to pay taxes out on that. So I think... You I, know I another factor... Yeah. No, you know another factor nobody has mentioned is the uh, maitre d', the person at the front. 
Now you've handled marketing. You've done maitre d. You've yeah, waited tables when you were a kid. You've you've done it all at the restaurant mm-hmm. in the restaurant business. And I, that's another deal where you, know, you see people come in and they help one guy out. They don't help another. Yeah. I mean, and I know there's some of that depending on who knows who, but right. that can be another thing. It's a real turnoff. Yeah. If they're just very dismissive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a temper tantrum once we left. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, "Well, you're going to." I was like, "What is it? How? What is the wait?" Well, it's about uh, an hour and a half. All right, well, if I put my name in, she's like, it <laughs> doesn't make any difference. Like, oh, really, it doesn't? Well, then I'm leaving. You, you know did. what I'm saying? You like, the it. attitude is one thing. You know, yeah. at least be sympathetic if you're going to make me wait that long, you know? All right, let's grab one more call here. Hi, right, it's the boss. Yeah, hi. I was, uh, have a restaurant story. Yeah. I was at a pretty decent local steakhouse. Right. And a waiter who had a really grizzly-looking beard. Huh? Uh-oh. Our entire meal, our entire meal, kept stroking his beard as oh. he uh, came came over to our table. No. Oh man, did you find uh, beard hair in your food? <laughs> no, well, but it was rather disgusting. Yeah, I don't even want him touching the plate if he's stroking his beard all night. That's gross. That's gross. I'm with you. All right, we'll keep this going on the Boss Text Connect all day, 732-774-4444, or on the Facebook machine. It's a deal breaker. You're never going back. You're going to tell people, don't go to this restaurant if this happens to you. What is it? That's today's He Said. She Said. Stinky Chris Martin. Coldplay. Viva La Vida. Big hit record for those guys. 953, Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071, The Boss. They were great the other night on the Jimmy Kimmel anniversary show. Yes. I guess back in 2003, which is when I met Chris, when they were first starting out. He was stinky back then backstage. They were on the first episode of Jimmy Kimmel Live, and then Jimmy had his 20th anniversary episode this week, and Coldplay was there with uh, Snoop Dogg and George Clooney. That was a good episode. Funny. And Coldplay will be on again SNL this weekend. Oh, is that so right? They are the musical performers. They, they must have a new record out too. Nothing. Like, oh yeah, Jimmy, we'll be there for you. Also, you can plug the record coming out. <laughs> Thank you, Coldplay. Uh, it's Phil Collins' birthday today. I knew I had something else I wanted to mention here. He just turned uh, seventy-two this morning, so we'll get on a little Phil. Kick off uh, at least. I don't know, 10, 20 songs in a row here? <laughs> all the 80s, all part of the next 15 minutes. We'll do Aerosmith, Bruce, early Bruce. We'll get Prince and Air Michelle with another chance to win the cash. Crack that boss code, win all the money. You could be the boss business of the day as well. Let us know you're listening loud and proud at work today. We got a texter who wants to know how much caffeine you've had this morning with all your impressions. <laughs> <laughs> how much caffeine did Robbie really have this morning? No, I'm not more amped up than usual. I'm just goofing around. <laughs> We're just being silly. I'm just happy to be alive, yeah. you know? You're happy it's Monday. I don't know if I'm happy it's Monday, but, you know, we're, we're here now, so yeah. I figure I might as well have fun with it. You know what I mean? We'll be back tomorrow, too, bright and early at uh, 6 a.m. Tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, so that means we'll have uh, the food file. Stories trending about food. We'll do He Said. She Said. At 7.50. Hashtag mom. Gosh. 7.20, 9.20. Uh, got to, well, I don't know if we're going to the Celebrity Hotline tomorrow or not, but uh, we got a big rock and roll. Big rock and roll guitarist hmm. coming this week from one of the big bands of the oh, 70s. that's exciting. Band called Kansas. Oh. <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. I've not confirmed him for tomorrow, oh, so I'll okay. let you know on that. Okay. But we may have that on the hotline tomorrow morning. Fun. If you missed it, I do want to mention we get a lot of texts on this as well. Anne Bancroft was the uh, dead celebrity in the envelope this mm-hmm. morning. A lot mm-hmm. of people trying to figure that out. If you missed the answer, it was Anne Bancroft. That's tough. Yep. We'll have the Fast Five, the birthdays, the bulletin board all tomorrow morning. Meanwhile, have a great day.